George B, mm-hmm. you send your mum off to buy the milk. Right. Right. Yeah. So you, you sort of give mum, you know, $2.45. Mm. Send her out the front of the house and say, look, just get on the number four. Go down to the shops. Yes. Get the milk and get the number eight home. Now, mum's a bit old. Is the number eight like the bus number? Yeah, that's your bus number. Very low number. Well, it's not a big town. I don't. So, you do that and she doesn't come home. Yep. Now, how long do you reckon you'd wait... Before you sort of might have, you know, you might sort of contact somebody oh. and say, gee, mum didn't come back on the number eight bus and we've got no milk for the cornflakes. Half an hour. Oh, it might be a bit soon. But all right, now you'd wait half an hour? Oh, I mean, because a bus shouldn't be half an hour late. Well, Maybe. on the assumption that, you know, the bus, she, she had to go all the way down to the shop, which is at the corner, yeah. go in to the little Pakistani-owned 7-Eleven, yeah. get the milk, Get back out, wait for the number eight bus, oh. and go home. Oh, maybe an hour? Yeah, that's probably fair. This woman, mm. a Thai mother, know how long she was gone for? Two hours? A bit longer? Not three hours. Go again. Are you serious? I'm serious. Four hours? Let me tell you, 25 years. <laughs> what? <laughs> Mum... Mum went off to get the milk and didn't come back for 25 years. <laughs> the milk would be off by now. <laughs> Indeed, it would have been. It would have been a bit odorous, wouldn't it? It would have been the cream. She never returned. She went off on one of her little shopping trips, down to get the milk, as I say, uh, in 1982, and didn't come back. <laughs> the undies would be a bit crusty with Wouldn't they? Wouldn't they, Josh? She was 76 years old. Then? Yes. So, hang on, 76? How old is she? Well, actually, she might, might be 76 now, to be honest. Oh, right. Hard to say. Bit oh. hard. It's a bit difficult to read that part. Bit of a waste of life, isn't it, really? Well, it is, isn't it? you got to wonder what she did all that time. I mean, imagine sitting down, you know, with your grandmother. You've got the, grand- the grandkids are there going, Granny, what have you been doing with your life the last, say, I don't know, 10, 15, 20 25 years? 25 years. And she gives some puerile explanation about going down the road to buy some milk. You're joking, you'd be thinking. You'd have to think she was a bit of a silly old duffer, wouldn't you? What's the explanation? Well, she got on the wrong bus. She got on the number nine instead of the number eight. But you think someone would realise it? Well, apparently... Well, she stayed on the bus. She stayed on the bus. For how long? uh, 25 years. (laughs) That's a long... You'd think the bus driver would have realised, you know, because I've missed stops. You know, I do take buses from time to time. Yes, And and what I do, I generally... I, I go up when I buy a ticket and say... Uh, I'd like to go to the Olympic pool, please. Mm-hmm. I I've never been there before mm-hmm. um, at whatever suburb. Where right? it, wherever it and might And you be. buy the ticket, and you're like the only one on the bus. Yep. And then suddenly you'll hear the bus driver go, Hey, mate, uh, Olympic pool, two more stops. And you think that's very kind of him. But what, does he then tell you again, um, one, yeah, one he, more stop? Yeah, and then you'll go, Get off here, you idiot. Mate, Olympic pool, mate, this is your stop. So that's pretty courteous. Now, obviously, they don't do that in Thailand. I don't think they give a shit. No, they don't. Apparently, she caught the number nine bus, and it went for um, eleven hundred and fifty kilometres. Yeah, that's a pretty slow bus if it took twenty-five years. Well, no. Then she um, realised her mistake after having been on the bus for a while, some eleven hundred and fifty kilometres. Yeah. Now, I'm not suggesting that mum, you know, grandma is none too bright here, Mm. but I'm thinking that. 
If you're on the bus for, let's say the bus is probably travelling at 20 miles an hour. I'm no good at these. You know the ones where you go 25 miles an hour south, a train comes north. And they crash. And they crash. Kill 200 people. Yeah, how many people I was always survive? Good well, none. Was the kid in the bicycle okay? I don't like those ones. Okay, all right. Well, let's just say that she went... 700 miles right. in one direction on the number 9 bus. I'm confused. Sorry. And she eventually got off that bus and thought to herself, I might have been on the wrong bus there. Oh, right. I better get on this one that says the number 10 bus. So she gets on the number 10 bus and goes a further 700 kilometres. You think you start going smaller in numbers. In the you? same direction, I might you mention. Know, you, you go, she's gone from 8, 9, now she's 10. You think you go, shit, I'm getting further away. Why don't I go... Nine eight seven mm, would have been logical. I would have thought. Yeah. So she ended up bloody long way from home. I think she ended up in a place called Chiang Mai, Scotto. Okay, I'll take your word for that, Bazza. Thanks for thanks for pointing that out. I just read it today. Oh, well done. I forget it in sort of grandpa news or something. I okay, read it. It's uh, debatable what she did there for a little while, but she uh, ended up as a beggar for five years. Of course, she would. She had, she had no, no she milk. Had, she had two dollars forty-five, and the milk was off. <laughs> exactly right. Completely useless. And then she was sent to a homeless shelter. I'm sorry, Scotto. <laughs> I do not feel sorry for people over there. Clearly, there was just no effort on her part. <laughs> Pitiful effort. Pitiful. I mean, we see beggars in the streets here in Sydney. Mm-hmm. You know, their hands out and all that. They're yep. wearing Reeboks yep. or Nike these days, whatever whatever they're wearing. Got on their, their own feet. lounge chair. Got their own lounge chair. They've got a plasma TV happening <laughs> yep. in the streets as well. And the, and and when you try and and if you clinkle the chains too the change mm-hmm. too loud when you throw it in their little sort of they get up purse, your, they get up you they go, do don't they? Hey, a bit softer, mate. I'm watching Bold and the Beautiful. Sorry, mate. Didn't mean to disturb you. Yeah, well, don't do it again, pal. But obviously, this woman didn't do that. I, I'm sorry, I don't feel sorry for her. There's absolutely no effort on, on her part at all, Scotto. I think the bus company's got something to... Uh, uh, some responsibility here, to be honest. You think so? I think they do. I mean, they let this woman travel on their bus for free for 1,150 kilometres. That's just offensive. I mean, it is just offensive. And then they get her off that bus and put her on another bus and send her another 700 kilometres without a ticket. Yeah. I mean, look at the lost revenue. Imagine if you did that five or six times a day. Clearly, the bus company was in it. Clearly, they were in it for the sole purpose of increasing uh, beggars in the area because it was probably a beggar shortage. Well, I wouldn't be surprised if she was a beggar at home because, mm. you know, the daughter only gave her $2.45 for the milk right. when we all really know the milk was $3.45. Ah. So she was going to have to beg for the money outside the Pakistani-owned 7-Eleven and they didn't want her, so I reckon they put her on the bus. You think it's like, you know, when they trade Mexicans in America and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. Like, they're like beggar traders? I reckon it is. Mm. I reckon, That's a good theory, Baz. I reckon, Bazzy, you're 100% right, and I reckon this is clearly, clearly is an example of them shipping beggars out of one town into another because they don't want them in that town. Or they want to increase the, the beggar The number be- of beggars in the other yeah, town. To make the town more attractive to people who like beggars. Because... Some people do, don't they? Some people like the colour, the the ambiance. The ambiance. To use the French... uh, The ambiance. To to use a French accent on an English word. (laughs) Well done. As you would. The ambiance Uh of having a beggar in a metrolopus. 
In a metrolopus, yes. Yes. Is that a, did I say that word Careful. correctly? This could be entertaining. Right, I'm sorry. Bordering on entertainment here. In a metropolis. Yes, that's that, better. That's the word. Um, uh, to enhance the metropolis mm-hmm. so that um, people can go and take fo- digital photos and include them in their albums and point of discussion. Mm, I think it's a fair call. I think it's something you've got to be very, very careful about. You're on the Vinyl Lounge. Have you ever lost your grandmother? Shipped her out somewhere? It's a very regular pastime here in Australia. The minute they hit about 65, boom, they're gone. When I was a young boy, my father took me into the city to see a marching band. 